It is a Saturday morning tradition, 64 degrees, lovely day on the way today, sunny and a high near 85. It is time for our weekly wine chat, and Jack Farrell joins us. Jack, always a pleasure. Steve, my pleasure indeed. This morning I'm calling you from Seattle, of all places. You know, a couple of weeks ago we talked about new wine areas, specifically New Zealand, that the vineyards for table wine were recently planted there in the last 40 years. Well, I'm in a very new wine area, too. They're celebrating almost 50 years in the wine business. But when I first came out here to the state of Washington, there were less than six vineyards in the whole state. Less than six. Today, there's 900 of them. And specifically, I came out here for the barrel auction of Washington wines. And I'll tell you, it has been an eye-opening experience. The wines are very, very good. As a matter of fact, they're world-class. And the techniques and stuff they're using are just astonishing. Um, You know, this area was pioneered by St. Michel almost 50 years ago. And their facility, which is out in an area called Woodenville, which is really basically a suburb of Seattle, is one of the most beautiful winery installations you'll ever see anywhere in the world. Uh, There's very few wineries, even in Napa, where they've spent millions of dollars, that are as attractive as this winery and tasting facility of St. Michelle right in the Seattle suburbs. And St. Michelle has been so bright. You know, they partnered with Lucen from Germany to produce some fabulous Rieslings. They partnered with Antonori in Italy, and they make there a wonderful wine um, that uh, is getting all kinds of awards. It it really is a delightful uh, wine, and and they have a separate uh, winery facility for it. It's called Colsare. And Antonori is the one that makes Tinganello. That's their super Tuscan wine that gets all sorts of awards around the world. And is, for Italy is regarded in the same breath as you'd regard Chateau Lafitte Rothschild in France. Tinganello is that popular around the world and that's sought after. And here they are in the state of Washington doing all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, this, as I said, it's grown by leaps and bounds. And this barrel auction is a wonderful cooperation between the growers and the vignerons of the state of Washington. There were yesterday in the auction, there were about 50 lots, uh, 45 vineyards represented in those 50 lots. And I'll tell you, there wasn't a bad wine in the lot. It was so interesting. And some of the interesting stuff they're doing just knocked me for a loop. Um, one of them, the winemakers, J&M Sellers, was fermenting in an amphora jug. Now, amphora jugs were what they used in Roman times to transport wine. They're big clay pots, and they stand about four or five feet tall, and they have a tapered bottom where they would wedge them in ships and stuff to ship them. Uh, and he went to Italy, got these amphora barrels, and he put Grenache grapes, the juice of Grenache grapes, of course, in the amphora barrels, and he's tinkering around with it. He's one of the few in the entire world uh, to do this. And and like I say, it isn't just the amphoras that J&M sellers are using. Everybody has some new technique here. They're trying fermentation in big punchons, 
which are much bigger than normal barrel, and uh, trying stainless steel fermentation only. You know, it's wonderful the combination of old and new. This uh, big auction yesterday benefited uh, Wisconsin, Washington State University's Department of Agriculture, their Viticultural and Onology School. And uh, to have all those people from the university here talking about the exciting things they're doing agriculturally was just amazing to me. You know, over here they allow irrigation, and not that they need it, they get plenty of rainfall, but it's amazing how different around the world, you know, irrigation is not allowed in most of France, but it's just different. And one of the other things that is really uh, thrilling, I think, about Washington is they don't uh, graft here. It's all native rootstock. In other words, all over the world, I think people have heard me say this over the years, uh, we distributed to the world a, a disease that affected the vineyards all over the world called phylloxera. And, uh, but then we set them to cure. American rootstocks were immune to the phylloxera. And phylloxera is kind of a, like an aphid, uh, but it attacks the roots of vines. And anyhow... Uh, as long as we send them the cure, you graft your grapes onto the American rootstocks and plant them in virtually everywhere in the world, um, some parts of Chile and maybe a few parts of Argentina, and of course this part of the United States, Washington State, they do not do that grafting. So it's totally different. And many people will tell you cloning is so important that you get that clone from uh, Bordeaux or did that clone come from Italy or whatever. But here they feel that the root structure is just as important as cloning. And I believe that because, you know, here they have such an interesting soil content in the entire Columbia Valley, which runs across the state. And during the uh, eons ago, uh, when they had floods and eruptions of volcanoes and all that stuff, created all this subsoil that is different at different levels. So it's real important that those crew, uh, uh, roots get down to the depth and take that minerality out of the grapes. Their most popular grape types here are what I would call varietals, Bordeaux varietals, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Malbec, Petit Verdot, and Cabernet Franc. Now, you, a lot of people say Malbec. Well, isn't that Argentinian? No. Malbec got popular in Argentina. Tina, but it really was a blending grape in Bordeaux and is the principal grape type in Cahors in France. But it is considered one of the Bordeaux blends. So again, the, those grape types are Cabernet Merlot, Malbec, Petit Verdot, and Cabernet Franc. And of course, they, that isn't all they make here. They make sparkling wine, rosé, white wine, etc. Their Viognier is almost as good as some you get in Europe. It's just delicious. Uh, and then they make another wine here that's very popular with the growers called GMS. It's Grenache, uh, Madouvre, and Syrah, and it's a blend. And that's basically, if you like Cote de Rhone, that's what you're getting when you get a Cote de Rhone. Uh, people like that blend of grapes, and here they brag about it. It's just wonderful. Uh, the Yakima Valley produces some fabulous wines, and Cabernet Franc, uh, you know, Cheval Blanc, which is considered one of the great wines of the entire world, is almost all uh, uh, Cabernet Franc. And at any rate, 
the hospital will benefit from it. One of the things they have here in Seattle that's very interesting, it's called uh, the Woodville Wine Tasting Area. They have 30 wineries that are represented in a small area you could walk around. It's like just blocks. And they're in like a warehouse or a strip shopping center. And 30 wineries from all over the state have tasting rooms there and barrel aging, etc. You know, each of them have maybe three to 5,000 square feet uh, where they are actually finishing wine. They're not growing it, obviously, because it isn't very agricultural, but it's right in the city. And it's an interesting approach because you can take an Uber or a taxi cab, go over there, do all your tastings, and then go back and do whatever you want to do in the city of Seattle, which is a wonderful city to visit. And, you know, they have so many Minnesota connections here. It's just terrific. But Seattle is really interesting. And as I said, this was such a knowledgeable trip for me, a learning experience, if you will, because of the old and the new in the world. The old being European style, et cetera, and the new being stuff like this fellow putting wine in amphora. Of course, that was discovered in Roman times thousands of years ago, but he's doing it now in the wine he put in there was Grenache. And I can't wait until it's totally finished because right now, and it has still about another year to go, the wine was absolutely delicious. It was really wonderful. And all these new uh, breaking, if you will, things that they're doing here in uh, the state of Washington are are nothing short of exciting and uh, bode nothing but the best things for the wine industry from this state. And of course, we were very privileged. Only three retailers in the entire United States were invited to this barrel auction, and Haskell's was one of them. So it was a feather in our cap, and we were glad to be here and to learn so much about drones and cloning and rootstock and the canopy approach to growing grapes. And canopy approach is where they peel off the grape leaves to expose the, ra- the berries, the grape berries, to the sun to ripen them more quickly uh, than it does with the regular canopy. So, you know, there's just exciting stuff going on here. And you too can pick up some wonderful Washington state wines, uh, particularly Chateau Saint-Michel, their Indian well. And Chateau Saint-Michel, again, is a very affordable line of wines. Uh, There's one that we have called Second Growth, and they're in Oregon and in Washington, and they have a Cabernet, the Second Growth Cabernet, that if you've never had a Washington Cabernet, that's the one you should try, Second Growth. It's worth looking into. Jack Farrell joining us each and every Saturday with our weekly wine chat, and I would assume the friendly folks at Haskell's could help you find one of those wonderful bottles of wine you spoke of. Yes, of course. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, and we're really always on the cutting edge. That's what brings me here to Seattle, and uh, that we try to find these exciting things to bring to you in Minnesota. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Haskell's in Excelsior. There's a Haskell's in Faribault right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. It's the largest liquor store in Minnesota, I believe. Uh, our downtown store in downtown Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. At Minnetonka, there's a wonderful store at Ridgedale, Plymouth Highland Village, in St. Paul, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskells.com. 
and you're sure to be able to find whatever you want in the world of wine at Haskell's. And don't forget, we do deliver. All right, there he is, uh, Jack Farrell, joining us here on uh, News Talk 830 WCCO. And uh, Denny Long returns next Saturday here on the program. I'm going to look forward to that, Steve. And it was a great pleasure talking with you these past two weeks. Yeah, great to visit with you, Jack. Once again, I always learn so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, there he is, Jack Farrell, in our weekly wine chat here on CCO.